Welcome to the very first episode of Chatting Yanks, and um, I'm your host, Jordan Hallenbach, and I am a life, lifelong Yankee fan, man, and uh, if you're going to do something, you know, the old saying is if you're going to do something, do something that you love, and I love talking about the New York Yankees, so uh, this is going to be a weekly podcast, uh, probably on a Sunday or a Monday, depending on if they play on Sunday Night Baseball like they are going to be doing uh, next week in Oakland. Uh, got a lot of things to talk about, man, but I want to give you guys a little brief history of myself. Because you might be saying to yourself, oh, who the heck is this human being that I am listening to? And uh, that's a great, great way to start, man. I'm Jordan Houndback. I'm 36 years old. I am a uh, Connecticut native, but I am a New York Yankee uh, fan for, as I said, my entire life. Uh, my mom got me into the Yankees. Um, my grand, my grandmother got her into the Yankees and, um, you know, different members of my family have converted over from the Red Sox to the Yankees, but I have been a Yankee fan from the beginning, man. I went through the entire dynasty of the New York Yankees from 1996 to 2009, their last World Series championship. So, uh, got a lot of memories. A lot of bad memories, a lot of good memories. Majority of it's good. Um, so, and um, what I'm going to do is exactly what the title is, man. I'm going to be coming in on this podcast and on Twitter and on Instagram and just chat about my favorite team, my favorite sports team you know when I I did a sports podcast um for about six years and it was just a general sports podcast and I was really strong at the baseball act but aspect of it I was not that big of a fan I'm not a too big of a fan of football that was my sport that I had the most trouble with so when I was doing research for this show and I was talking to various people, they're like, why don't you do something that you love it and just cover one sports team, just cover one sports team, just cover one team and pick that team. And that's your favorite team. And you can talk about it at nauseum. And, um, that's what I did. So I, you know, so that's what I did. I, I started, so on Friday, I started up chatting Yanks, and, um, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be a fun experience, man. You can follow me on Twitter at chatting Yanks. I also have an Instagram account that I just started. I haven't posted anything up on the Instagram account. I'm still trying to figure out exactly how to work the Instagram account. So, um, you know, this podcast is going to be about the Yankees. 
good, bad, and indifferent. And this week has been very, very good for the boys in the Bronx. Um, they have found something. I'm also a Connecticut School Broadcasting graduate as well. So I went to Connecticut School Broadcasting. So I am a actual professional broadcaster now. So there you go with that. Um, yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do some, uh, I'm going to do a recap of the week that was for the Yankees. And uh, I'm also going to uh, do a, you know, some news and notes from around Major League Baseball as well. So there you go with that. Let's start off with Monday. Monday they had the one game with the um, the Angels after their rainout, and uh, they went on to win that game. And uh, gr- throughout this entire run of the Yankees, you know, because they have now the best record in the major leagues since July July six. They've been the hottest team, the best record in Major League Baseball. And uh, they continued that with great pitching on Monday night. And they handled the uh, Anaheim Angels, or the Los Angeles, the Los Angeles, the Los Angeles Angels. Uh, Sorry about that. Los Angeles Angels. Um, So there you go. And then we went into a big time rivalry uh, the biggest rivalry in sports, the Boston Red Sox came into town for three games, and we pretty much handled them. Um, again, great pitching, great hitting. This lineup is now built for, you know, you have to really figure it out when it comes to the the Major League Baseball, you know, this lineup. You know, if you're, if you're a manager... And you want to, you know, it was very, very left-handed base. And they corrected that with the acquisition that they made at the trade deadline. The Yankees were one of the most active teams at the trade deadline. Um, And they really balanced their lineup and they really balanced their rotation. Um, But they really balanced their lineup where they really don't have many weak spots in their lineup. They don't have a lot of weak spots uh, that you have to work, you know, you can't be like as a starting pitcher or the relief pitcher going, God, this is an easy out. You know, I can figure, I can figure out how to get this guy out. It, it's not like that anymore. This is, this is like a murder again. It, you know, as Luke Voigt said, it's like a, it's like a goal line stance. In football, it's, you know, you you have to really, really work. You have to really work to get the, to get over on them. So, you know, again, Boston had, you know, a a, a big trouble. You know, they got into, you know, this lineup wears you down. You know, they don't give up hits. They don't give up at bats. And and that's, you know, and we, we used to say that about the Red Sox and the Yankees. You know, they had, you know, some of the longest games 
in Major League Baseball history were the games that the Yankees and the Red Sox played. And it was, you know, it was wearing them, wearing down the opposition, getting into that bullpen. And, 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 and that's been the mentality of the, the Yankees since I've been really been able to focus in on the Yankees since, you know, really the 1999, uh, you know, the 90s, the late 90s Yankees used to wear them down. Now, you know, in the 2000s, they did the same thing. And now they're doing it again where they have that that mentality. And their pitching staff has, you know, and just look at this, man. You know, you hadn't had, the Yankees hadn't had a sustained, you know, arsenal of batters. You know, they had John Carlos Stanton. They had John, uh you know, they had, you know, these, you know, DJ LeMayhew. They had, you know, you know, Gary Sanchez. They had all these guys, but they couldn't get them in the same vein. They couldn't get them in the same situations. Situational hitting was not the biggest thing for the Yankees. And now that they have, you know, Anthony Rizzo and they have Joey Gallows and they have all these these little pieces to the puzzle that that kind of, you know, their pitching staff has been kind of holding, treading water and waiting for the offense to kind of come up. And you're, you're definitely seeing that. You saw that in the Boston series and you saw it in the three games that they just played with Minnesota. I mean, they played a three-game series with Minnesota. It was supposed to be a four-game series with Minnesota. And once the Yankees kind of got ahead of the... Once they got ahead of the uh, Minnesota Twins, it was kind of like a... It was kind of like, you know, it was kind of like, you know, we're, we're, we're done. You know, pack it up, man. But you always felt... You never felt that way early on in the season. You always felt like, God, they 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 need to put up some runs. They need to put more runs. They need to put more pressure on the team. They need to put more pressure on this this team, you know. And they, and they weren't doing that. They weren't progressing. They weren't having solid at bats. They weren't having, you know, they were getting cheated up. They were getting walked. They were getting what they had to do. And now they're they're more of a you know more of a dimensional team than they were, you know. A month ago, and I, I like this the way this team is being constructed, and, and the way that this team is looking right now is it is fantastic. It 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 is it's fantastic how this team is is constructed right now, where they they're picked, you know, and it's coming from different. You know, different avenues. It's coming from different guys. It's coming from, you know, you look at, you know, you're going to have Garrett Cole there. You're going to have, you know, you don't have Severino there. But you, you, you have, you know, you know, Nestor Cortez is, you know, a shining example of that. Um, just a guy that's, you know, getting a shot at the major league level and making the most of his shot and really becoming... A fan favorite, and then you have the hometown boy man 
Andrew Velasquez, you know, the squid, squid it up, man. And, uh, you know, I felt, I felt really good for him last yesterday, man. You know, he got his first major league home run, um, first career major league home run in Yankee Stadium with his family there. And, and just the joy that was on their face, their faces almost brought me to tears on um, yesterday watching the game, man. I was tweeting the game. I was tweeting along, and it just feels like this offense is just there. It's just, it's just there, and you know, you, you never feel like they're out of a game now. It feels like, yes, the weak part still is the bullpen. I still get, I still get a little antsy with the bullpen, and I'm just like, ah, oh, if the bullpen is what you know, the bullpen was supposed to be the strong point of this team, and it just doesn't seem like it's that strong point of this team yet and I, I just you know I want you know every time I see you know Chapman get his Chapman come out of the bullpen I, I, I just go oh no oh god but you know what man I was saying that I was saying that a couple weeks ago about Zach Britton and it, it looks like Zach Britton has figured it out it's just getting the reps in and getting, you know, get comfortable doing what he's got to do. And, and you know, it, it is what it is. It, it is what it is. So, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. You know, you know, they're the only four games, only four games behind the, um, the Tampa Bay Rays for the division. So they're in striking distance and uh, Tampa Bay just won again today the Yankees didn't play today because of the hurricane hopefully if you're in the northeast uh you're staying safe from the hurricane um it's not that bad here in Connecticut um so uh there you go with that um news and notes from um the Yankees oh oh yeah you you could tell how excited I am by the title of the episode. The episode is titled Eight Games in a Row. Eight Games in a Week. They won eight games this week. The Yankees did. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Remember where they were a month, just over a month ago? You know, were they going to be buyers? Were they going to be sellers? I, I thought they were going to be sellers. You know, if you came to me and said, Jordan, on August 22nd, where would the Yankees be? Would they be sellers? Would they be buyers? And I remember, I remember they were even discussing getting rid of Aaron Judge. And then they put, then they put um, Giancarlo Stanton in the outfield and it, it just revitalize his career. I mean, that was awesome when they when they brought him in and it just reinvigorated, reinvigorated his career. They they they're laughing, they're having fun. Um, you know, we're we're not going to talk about the 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 home the three-run home run that wasn't to be because of a a a um 
a umpire calling timeout or or rent Rune Odor calling timeout and saying, "Oh no, you know, we're we're not having that problem, are we?" So uh, there you go. With that, all right. Uh, we won't discuss that because I'd never seen that before in my life. Of all the times I've watched baseball, I've never seen that happen in all the years I've watched Major League Baseball. All right, news and notes from the Yankees world or just Major League Baseball world. Last night, the Red Sox got completely destroyed by the Texas Rangers. I believe they are playing right now. I don't have them up on the 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 monitor. I have an I, I have uh, the other I have another game. I have the post game show for the Tampa Bay Rays game up on my on my monitor. They they can't lose either. Can they can they please lose? Can they can they lose? Can they can they lose? I really want them to lose. Please. Please lose. Alright, so Tampa Bay loses. Tampa Bay keeps winning. They keep beating. Uh, you know, I've been, been the biggest Chicago White Sox fan um, since the Yankees played them back in Chicago. And uh, they haven't really helped us out. The, the uh, Rangers have helped us out by whooping up, whooping the, the Red Sox butt this past uh, last night, winning ten to one, and having a career or season high seventeen hits for the Tampa Bay, uh, for the Texas Rangers. Sorry, Texas Rangers. So there you go. With that, um, Detroit. Detroit's been a surprise. Detroit has been a surprise. Oakland loses last night. That should make that series very interesting. Very interesting. Next week, four-game set or three-game set in Oakland, the house of the Coliseum of Horrors for the Yankees over the past, you know, like decade. I don't. I don't even remember the last time the Yankees went into the Coliseum and really had a good, had a really good season, had a really good, um, spot there, man. You know, it's always been a house of horrors since, since, since I've, you know, since I've been alive, it's been a house of horrors for them. So, uh, there you go with that. So the other big news of the week was we got, you know, some pitchers back. We got some headers back. Off the uh, COVID list, um, Monday we got back uh, Cole, Garrett Cole. Uh, he pitched uh, very well on uh, Monday, and then he pitched very well yesterday. We also had Jordan Montgomery come back from the COVID list as well. He pitched pretty good. He pitched very well on um I believe it was Wednesday, and then we had uh, Gary Sanchez come back from the COVID list, and you know, I, you know, 
Gary's Gary, man. Gary's gonna Gary's gonna be up and down, man. But you know what I've learned from Gary is he he you know he's gonna he's just gonna be there. He he's he just he's just a player that that just does you know when you need a big hit, you know he's gonna give it to you. You know, you know it, it's you know his defense is. You know, getting better. He's getting better behind the plate. He's getting better behind the plate. Um, I'm not going to, you know, I used to kill him. I used to kill him. Because I used to be like, this guy just doesn't, I don't know. It was all those years of Posada. You know, we, we got jealous. You know, we got, you know, we had a very long, long period of time where we didn't have to worry about things. We didn't have to worry about positions we didn't have to worry about things and then all those players retired you know it just happens with the sport and then you know you have to have that learning curve you have to have the patience for 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 especially in baseball baseball is it is the the one sport that i think you have to wait and see where talent is and and you know they might you know i remember when gary came up here and he he was like you know blasting home runs all over the place and it's like it's like can that guy do it you know can that guy be consistent and I'm like he you know the league kind of figures you out and you're not going to have that kind of that kind of thing happen all all the time man it's not it's not it's just not going to happen so uh, there you go with that one we also had a report that um Gio Urshela is playing a rehab game, or did play a rehab game today in uh, AAA. He, play, he played, he started at third base. I don't have a report from how it went yet, but um, that's that's a great sign for the Yankees, even though, you know, rooting it or door, um, DJ LeMahieu have, have 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 done a great job, you know, and then we're getting some swings, some light swings, some light play from um the uh, from Glaber uh, Torres. Oh, I almost screwed that up. Glaber Torres has been hitting back and forth, been doing some light swings, some ground balls, you know. So he's making his way back, and you know it's gonna make you know they they're making it very difficult. The Yankees players right now, because they have so many good players, and and everything is clicking. Like you had that thing earlier this week with Luke Voigt, where he called out basically Brian Cashman and said, "I didn't like that." that um um we got Anthony Rizzo and since then he's been one of the Yankees top players top t- contributors and it's forced the Yankees to put that outfield out there with you know in uh, uh, uh judge uh Gallows and Stanton and then have you know him 
in the DH because you want you want Anthony Rizzo in that lineup and you want you want Luke Voigt in that lineup. You want them in that lineup. So it's just you know, right now it's just exciting. You know, I can't wait for, for Atlanta. We we have a really rough 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 part of the schedule right now with with Atlanta coming up in. We're gonna play Atlanta this week and then we're gonna play Oakland for four. And uh, it's gonna be gonna be very very interesting. Wednesday, no Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I'll be back on Monday to break it all down for you guys. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at at Chatneyinks. Also on Instagram at Chatneyinks on Instagram. And uh, I wanted to thank you guys so very very much. For all your support, man, um, this is going to be a very, 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 um, very, very exciting project for me to do. So until uh, next week or till next Monday, I will see you guys right back here on Chatneyinks. I'm your host, Jordan Houndback. And uh, don't forget, when the Yankees win, everything is great.